What's going on? You're back with Reg in the Zoo. What up, baby? We got a special guest here today. We Jerry, got you a guest. Go introduce We've him? got a new friend. We just picked him up on the corner of the street. <laughs> He's this guy who's hanging out. No, but this is uh, Eric Westfield, founder, co-founder, co-founder of Buffalo Go, which we have talked about here on the pod in the past. So Eric and I, we went to high school together. We weren't the best of friends, really, but we really connected. I always kind of looked up to you personally. After school, we kind of like well, we we had an interesting kind. We had an interesting intro, I think, to, to some degree, because we were kind of fighting over a girl in high school. Somewhat, <laughs> really, kind of happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is somewhat of that action. Yeah, a little mixed up. We certainly shared shared the same. Cookie jar, I guess yeah. you could say. I don't know. So are you guys blood brothers or? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, probably. I guess by now. But Irish blood. Yeah. There you go. There you that, go. Was, that was clear. You know, regardless of any competitive flavor, there is always mutual respect, at least from my angle. 100%. But um, yeah, Matt, uh, what do you got going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, not too much. I was actually just about to ask Eric about being from California. Yeah. Cause I thought that was really cool. I've yeah. actually, I've always wanted to go out there. Yeah. I've like never the been out there either. Out West is a lot better than on the East coast. Yeah, no, I, I come from, a, um, an air force family. So both of my brothers were born, one was born in Germany and one was in Missouri and then we landed in California. So, so my, my dad was in the Marines. Okay. Oh, my yeah. brother was born in Hawaii. My other brother was born in North Carolina and then I was born in Fucking Olean, New York. The most you were born in Olean, bro? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going down there tomorrow, literally. I'm going to be down in, like, past there. Well, Hornell. I'm going to be down 86 from there. I was, I, we moved when I was, like, less than a year old. I Still, think. though, that's where, like, my brother was born. Yeah, it's kind of cool. But, my, like I said, my other brother was born in Hawaii. How fucking awesome is that? Yeah, that, your, Olean's that. definitely not as cool as that. Definitely not. It's, like, but, the most boring place. Yeah. <laughs> It's Anytime funny. you say New York, if you like talk to somebody that's from like out of state, you say, "Oh, I'm from New York." They automatically think New York City. 100%. Well, you say like, you're from Buffalo, New York, and they mm-hmm. think you're from fucking New York City somehow. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then they call us upstate, not Western New York. We're upstate, apparently. So I met a guy that gets annoying. There was a dude. I was on a a cruise one time, and I was down. One of the coolest things I've ever done. I went to Cozumel, Mexico, and uh, this is probably the furthest away I've ever been. Went on in this like bus ride out went to these mine ruins that was the coolest thing i think i've ever done but the guy that led it was a like full-blooded like mayan like official mayan he was still like five foot like thick like body i don't know he was just different looking like thick thick like skeleton like he said like they have different like their heads were shaped different yeah shit like that (laughs) literally and and he he was like he goes, uh, and, and I think this is still, I still give myself credit because I've, well, he's like, oh, so you from, you from Buffalo? And I'm like, yeah, Buffalo, New York. He's like, oh, New York, New York, you like the rap music. And I'm like, yeah, I fuck with rap. Like, he's like, you like Busta Rhymes? And I'm like, yeah, I like Busta Rhymes. I'm like, why? Is everybody still like, is that what people tell you? He's like, yeah, that's who everybody says is the best. I'm like, you got to start listening to some Kanye West, bro. This was like 2012, too. This was like um, the coldest winter with um, Lil Wayne, that era. 
So yeah, 808 and Heartbreak had just come out. Oh yeah, that was. Are you guys gonna vote for Kanye? I mean, I probably would. I know you will. <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask, though. <laughs> I know you will. But yeah, we figured we'd have Eric on because we've never actually had a guest on before, and it's something that we've always wanted to do. Never really knew how to get someone on or who would be. But a lot of the things we've been talking about on here have sort of just started to, I don't know, manifest themselves and they feel good. So I've been watching your brand over the last, I don't know, two, three years, I would say, kind of go from something that looked like interesting, like, let's see where this kid goes with it, to like, damn, he's really making some moves, to like... Is that Stevie fucking Johnson? So, like, I wanted to hear a little bit, obviously, about, you know, where, obviously, you come from the West Coast. I know Stevie did, but where did, before we get to that, where did the idea behind Buffalo go, some of the influences and inspiration behind that, like, what what kind of was the inception of that? Yeah, so, I mean, I've always been a super creative kind of outlier type of kid. I mean, I've worked in... I've worked several different jobs um, since I've graduated high school, real estate, or I'm sorry, college, graduated college, real estate. Um, I was in the post office. I was working as a golf professional. Um, recently, I was in a, in a sales job. None of them that I really wholeheartedly liked and that didn't allow me to be kind of who I am, be creative, um, just kind of manifest a lot of these ideas that I'm working with on a daily basis, you know, um, and, and so... I always knew I needed some other outlet, um, and I've dabbled in some other different business ventures, but nothing kind of quite like this. But I also knew that I needed somebody to do the things that are very important in this day and age to actually start a business that I can't personally do myself. And that person has always been my good friend, uh, Robbie Grabowski, who obviously, you know, we went, to, we all went to uh, Marybelle together. Yeah. Um, which is funny because... Robbie was actually one of my first friends as soon as I moved here from California. Um, I think seventh and eighth grade. We were we were doing like crazy shit, like shit, shit that we're doing now. We yeah, were doing like jackass stuff. We would take video cameras everywhere. <laughs> yes. Dude, that's that I, yeah. We're okay. we're that generation. Okay. So like yeah, yeah. we we even talked about that before on our last podcast. We were talking. We talked a lot about that. Videos yeah, and stuff. No. And always he specifically that. has said jackass videos. Yeah. yeah. No, so we would, I've got some good productions too. We'd go out and do good some twelve to fourteen year old ones. Remember, yeah, we were doing like. Um, plus, we were we were always in this, uh, a ton of different sports. So we would do skate videos, snowboard videos. Yeah, snow see, I was basketball. stuck in the ball sports. Yeah, like, true, true. dude, I always respected you because, like, you fucking killed individual sport. Like, you you didn't do tennis, but you fucking crushed bowling and golf. Like, you were king in like <laughs> well, eighth no, grade. Golf. golf. I didn't start actually playing until later. Like, really? I mean, we, we might go out and fuck around on like a weekend or something like that in high school, but by no means, I, did, I actually didn't pick up golf until like sometime in college. Really? Yeah. And you well, your swing is pure as fuck, yeah. bro. You look like you're a Just pro. Just natural then. Put in some of the time. But yeah, it definitely got some good genes. Uh, my dad will tell you that. <laughs> but no, dude, seriously. So we, we play like so many different sports and it's like, yeah, people will be like, I don't understand like, how, why would you ever play that sport and why are you good at it? Like, so, like bowling, so fucking random. Cause Dude, I, cause I, I played ball sports all up until like I started bowling and that was just random. Like, basketball was, was my whole life. Oh, like, yeah. We have, we have balled too. Yeah. And like, and, like yeah, even not playing, it's clear. Like, not even playing in like, um, 
like a structured league or anything like that. I mean, I've played a couple here and there. I mean, that's, I'll still average 15 a game, like easy. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I can only imagine, like, and to be honest with you, he knows me as a bowler in high school, but he probably doesn't understand that I didn't even, even though I was the best in like the state, maybe even the states in general in bowling. At your, in your age limit or I'm yeah, sorry, your age group? At my, in my age group. Yeah. So like I hope, like I'm in the uh, hall of fame at Maryville for, for bowling. Holy shit. Like, I was the youngest to ever be inducted in the hall of fame in Maryville. Weren't you in eighth grade and in, in the state, like ninth grade maybe? Or something like that. Something I feel like dude. But yeah. No, I made varsity in seventh grade. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Um, and then we won states when i was a freshman you were a, brother was a senior yeah what was your guys did you guys have like a home bowling alley that was like your guys airport, bowling airport. airport and and so that year everything built up to the year my brother was a senior and i was a freshman so we were on the team together that's fucking crazy. dope dude yeah how many brothers do you have two how old are they um 35 and 38 so we're all three years apart that's, that's dope legit. yeah so but that was a crazy year because obviously we were we were so tight everything Everything built up to that that year. It was 2003. 2003. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we won states by a fucking landslide. Like, <laughs> you guys nobody's ever going to touch the record. Zoomed it. Awesome. Like, for anybody that's listening or will, who will hear this. Yes. Polls, um, for a six-game block, five-man teams, six-game block, we shot 1,000 over, which comes out to be something like 231 a man. That's crazy. For our whole team. Especially at your age, at too. Our that's age, yeah. super 19, impressive. Yeah, exactly. High school, it's not, like crazy. That's I, like I my, was over. That's like my best game ever. I'm pretty <laughs> decent at bowling. I was in a couple leagues growing up. Yeah. Um, but that's cool that you play golf too, and that you're you're a golf professional. Yeah, golf. How'd you be? Yeah. We're, we're anywhere around here. Yeah. With so golf I, I um, yeah, I started golfing a lot in college, and anybody who gets into any sport, especially golf. You need to put you need to put your time into that yeah. sport. Like you actually have to invest like your own time. I'd go out and play thirty six holes in a day by myself. You have to that sounds to fun better. as fuck you have though. To want to get better at yeah. that and make yourself. It became like an addiction. So yeah. I got to a point, but it was super random. Um, what actually really forced me to get into golf was um, the birth of our our first kid, Braden. Um, he was an accident, and at the time, I just moved back home to be with my wife from Tampa. I was in Tampa for a year. And as soon as I, I moved home, um, we had we had Braden, and, and I didn't have a career, so to speak. You know, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. So I was just working in the bag room at a, um, at the Country Club of Buffalo. And so I'm like, well, I need to turn this into a career somehow, some way. So I went from bag room to starter. I took a player's ability test, which you had to do. I don't know if that's still a thing now. Uh, it was like a prerequisite to become like a teaching professional. Okay. When I say a golf professional, obviously I don't mean like – Going out on the PGA Tour. No, yeah, I learned. Yeah, you work at a country club, and you you're like certified to give lessons and and run a run a course. That's basically. legit. Yeah. So I went and played this player's ability test where you had to shoot like uh, for it was 18 holes in the morning, 18 in the afternoon. You had to shoot like 155, which is like 70, a couple 77s, really. So I went out 79. I came back because I, I finished like bogey, 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 and 79 still respectable, but I was like I was fucking hurting. So I went, we had like a little lunch break. I went to the bar, ripped a couple shots of Jameson, <laughs> and went out and shot 200 on the front. That's killer. Yeah. That is killer. <laughs> and I was like, so then I had some cushion and I ended up making it by like a couple strokes. So that literally passing that like forced my hand and my club pro's hand to be like, shit, nope, nobody passes their PAT. 
on their first try. Even people who've golfed since they were three years old. Like, nobody just does that. There's a lot of pressure to that. That's legit. And so, yeah, so I literally like, passed it, and I was like, all right, well, now I'm doing this. What's par over there? At CCB? Yeah. It wasn't at CCB. It was at Gowanda, but it's par that. I think it was par of 70, 71, something like that. that at, where, at Gowanda? At Gowanda. Probably, yeah, 71 or 72. That's really good. Standard, yeah. That's killer. But, yeah, so that was, that's how I got into golf. Like, that was the whole golf segment, and that was my life for four years. Well, it definitely had an influence. Sorry, I didn't mean to overtalk you. It definitely had an influence on your kid because your kid's got the smoothest fucking Tiger Woods stroke I've ever seen on a child. You were telling me that, like, yeah, this kid can can play golf. Dude, he was what was like he was like two years old, and you were had him out like I don't know. He was tiny. Yeah, he looked like Chucky. It was was like (laughs) it was in the blood or something. He literally hit a ball with like a plastic toy set at like yeah. one and a half, one and a half, and like held his form with like the foot up and everything, <laughs> keeping this arm straight. Like, what the fuck, dude? Dude, I was like, I remember, I don't know, I uh, I was like at work one day, and you had shared that a couple years back, and I was like, dude, your son, that's like prodigy level, like that shit's crazy. What sports is he doing now? What's he doing now? How old is he? He's seven, just turned seven in April. So nice. he is now his kick is hockey and um, baseball. That's cool. Hockey. He thinks hockey like hockey's like the latest kick. It was like we had him in some ice skating, but now he like actually played some ice hockey. Yeah. He's, he's obsessed with it, even though like he just doesn't understand. <laughs> it kills me inside because you you never want to join a sport where you're starting from behind. Yeah. Well, I'll give him any sport he wants to play. Yeah, but yeah. like at golf right now, he's Head above yeah. everybody. Right. So, so stay there. Yeah. <laughs> so now baseball has destroyed his golf swing. Oh, yeah, no. But like in terms of, like somebody who knows golf like I do. Right. Like, yeah, he's, he's like. Cranking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's not feeling the flow anymore. Like, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a sad story. <laughs> no, but he'll, he'll but probably. He has it. So we, yeah, it ain't going we nowhere. We had a family party over the weekend and we had a chipping net out. And we were chipping shots over the pool. Some of the adults. Braden took an adult club, came in, and chips two in the net. Like, <laughs> my freak God. stuff, dude. Freak stuff. See, that, like, makes me so mad because I would I would love to be able to do that, like, right off the get-go. I'm an adult and I can't do that. And dude, when I, when I go golfing, I, I, I'll do the front nine, play like shit, and then when I get to the back nine, I start, you know, I'm, yeah. like, warmed up and everything and I'm good to go. Plus, you had a couple beers, probably a couple of vapes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely a couple of vapes, for sure. Um, what's, I, your, what's your favorite course around here? Um, that's actually a really good question. What do you, well, let me ask you this. What do you think of Hickory Sticks? Hickory Sticks is a good course. I worked I there it. for a little bit. I love that yeah. course. I was, as soon as I moved home, like I was telling you, I was working in the back room. I worked at Hickory Stick. I lined up a job from Tampa to come back to have a job at Hickory Stick. And then I was like, that's a bit of a commute. If I can get in at CCB, like a, a prominent country club, I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to weasel my way in there. <laughs> that's another thing, dude. Like, we'll get into that, but like, I have no right being a teaching pro at a country club. Great, though. But I'm like a fucking chameleon. Like, so like it's just cool. slide it's in. Wild, That's wild. legit. What about Burnclyffe? Do you ever play there? Burnclyffe's awesome, yeah. That's like the hardest there. course I've for played me. a bunch of times there, yeah. I lose at least six, seven balls there every time I go. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's straight on the fairway, but then I can't find it. I'm like, where? I saw it land straight on the fairway, yeah, the but somehow I lose it. But that, yeah. that's that's like one of my favorite courses. I think yeah. that one last year or the year before won like best course um, in the area, I think. Do- it's it's dope. It's a bit of a drive. Ironwood is, is right across the street, which is also a really good Iron course. Ironwood's nice. Low-key good course, yeah. Arrowhead's kind of nice. I went there a couple times. 
Um, yeah, I'm there's really not many courses like within 100 miles that I can go. I'm trying to think of the one that's in Amherst. I can't fucking think of it. Glen Oak. Glen Oak, yeah. yeah. That's a nice one, like a nice quick one if you want to go. We used to, I used to go do just nine holes there at like 7 o'clock at night, get through mm. in two hours before the sun went down in the summer. That's a nice quick one. Um, that's an easy course too. Not I'm golfing quick. tomorrow for the first time in like 10 years, and I'm kind of excited, but I'm kind of not. What way course out, are you going way to? Out? Way out in like Hornell. I got a, I got some family out there. It's actually my cousin that I had to block on Facebook during the riots because he was arguing with people that I knew on Facebook. And I'm like, I got to, it's like kind of like familial. Like, it's like you got to like, but it's him. I'm going to stag tomorrow. <laughs> I haven't even talked to him, but no, it's going to be fine. Like, we're cool. It was really just like, dude, stop. Like, you're, you're making me look bad at this point. Like, yeah, dude, I don't know. I'm probably not the best. At- yeah. Talk to about, like, all the stuff. No, I don't want to go down that road, but yeah. you asked. He's like, he's the guy I'm going to his stag. But my other cousins will be there. I'm riding down with my older brother, and he has his first kid who's only one. So, well, about to be one, actually, this month. So, like, he, um, he and I are going to take a ride down, and I haven't really kicked it with him, like, one-on-one in a while. So that'll be pretty cool. You were down in Tampa. Um, I went for a ride so to speak in Ebor oh city <laughs> yeah. i was uh i got to go down a couple couple uh two years ago with my two parents they went down oh, for yeah. racing and i got to kick yeah, it you got lost in Ybor. oh yeah dude yeah, so you oh yeah it was fucking dope down there did you spend a lot of time down there i've been to Ybor quite a few times yeah oh my god like a lot of people don't know that's like some old Colombian shit down there yeah it was, I don't know if you've ever heard of, e- it was Ebor City in Tampa, Florida. Yeah. It was one of the coolest places I've ever been. His brother lives there. He's lived there for the last decade or so. He stays down there? That's fucking cool. No, yeah, he's, he's, in, he's up, um, in real estate. He has his own real estate company down there. And huh. he, um, yeah, he low-key rakes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Ebor is like one of his favorite spots whenever he gets a chance to kick it. There's like, roos- go, there's go, like go, roosters yeah, everywhere. Yeah, I go there and like just get like a hand-cut Colombian cigar. And, you know, like some straight up Colombian rum and just kick it for like a, for like a couple hours. I went down at like 2 p.m., had my fun, went in some shops, did some thrifting. They had some ama- the best thrift stores I've ever seen, like apparel, like men's apparel, yeah. crazy shit, just crazy old shit. And then roosters everywhere. I don't know why. Just a lot of roosters in that surrounding area. That's <laughs> all I could remember. And then I went back to the hotel, and then I actually went back down all night and spent the whole night down there. Then I really got lost. Yeah. That fly's been in here for about four weeks, too, by the way. Yeah, it's a ferry. It's like, it won't fucking leave. <laughs> I swatted at it a couple times already. So, um, getting back to it. Yeah, um, so inception. Um, yeah, so... Robbie and I were like, I reached out to Robbie. I mean, we always talked like over the last couple of years about like collab and we just, you know, I've, I got a you know, family. I'm just, you know, I'm tied up with shit that I don't want to do. You think you can't do it because exactly. you think like, exactly. oh, but I got to do this. So finally it was just like, it's crazy. Nothing really like snapped. It was like, we were talking about doing something. He had just on his own, um, football season was approaching. So this was... No, it wasn't approaching. It was like, we actually started last March, last April. So it's just over a year. No. Yeah. Since Buffalo go? Yeah. Inception? Yeah. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Um, yeah, the no, first like, Conehead. 
The first no, cone head. That we were doing that. We were mocking that up. Was that the first time. one? No, the first shirt was actually the one I'm wearing now. So we'll show is, the uh, camera. What is that one right there? So it's uh, a tribute to Nipsey, who obviously got shot and killed in March, and we just started talking about this right around that time. Actually, no, it was just after. But just the whole the whole death of him in general. Like I said, I've always like being from California. I've always been really close with West Coast hip hop, so I was obviously a big fan. Um, but just hip hop deaths in general, like Mac Miller, that shit shook me for a minute. Dude, you've always reminded me yeah. so much of Mac Miller. I'm sure yeah. I'm not the first person to tell you. No, no, not at all. But um, yeah, so like that, that shook me. And like he, it's just so like so much is life. You get so twisted in all these things that you think like that matter. But you could be gone today, like yeah. You know what I mean? Like not to get like philosophical. No, that's it's just like so true. Like even now, like I'm, I just quit my full time job. I'm fucking, I'm happier than I've ever been. My family unit is, is cohesive. Like we're we're so vibing. We're building this brand. I'm networking. Like life could be better, but I could walk out of here and fucking hit my bus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. So what do we do? Anyways, I say that to say that's kind of like Gipsy was on top of the world. He broke his ass for the last 15, 20 years. He was just getting to a point where he was. He was making moves that nobody was doing on the low, like underground shit, like like Gary V, like you know, befriending people like Gary V, like doing crazy shit, getting into, like revamping his whole hood, um, leading, leading, yeah, leading with love. And he's he shot and killed. So like that changed my whole, like I don't want to say changed my whole mindset, but that fucked me up and was like, damn. And then so we started talking about this. I started getting into Gary V. I mean, obviously, I I could list five, ten people right now who literally changed their whole lives because of Gary Vee. Like, literally just took everything that he talks about content-wise and just just put it put it to use. Mm-hmm. And literally built their own brand. Like, mm-hmm. like, immediately. Like, Buffalo Bros Burgers. Are you familiar with them? I don't think so. Okay, so they're like a smash burger joint. They reached out to us. They had a... Dude, they got so many stories about Buffalo and stuff. But... I, I reached out to him, Corey. Um, Corey Roll is the owner of Buffalo Bros Burgers. He um, started doing smash burgers, which really isn't a big thing like around here. Not that I know of. A smash burger literally is like where you like take like a um, a mallet or whatever and like smash the burger on the on the grill, and it creates like a small little layered burger that you like layer them, and you can make like double triples and shit like that. And I've never had one. That sounds fucking awesome, so though. Good. Um, smash burger. Smash burgers, yeah. They're so good. So he literally started one of those and was just doing it like pop-up tents and shit like that and started just doing all the things that Gary, like following the Gary V guidelines, making content That's about interesting. It, doing giveaways. And, and I mean, this is all the shit that, I, how, this is how I started Buffalo, doing all the same shit, giving shit away for free, bringing influencers and in, doing collabs, like all just to build brand. Like even if it cost me a penny, like don't matter. Like you ain't going to make a buck on your company for years. You need to understand it's long game. Like it's, Shit ain't gonna happen for at a least while. two, three years, it's right? Shit ain't gonna happen for a while. Anyways, so he did all this, and literally, he just quit his full time job, like, like I just did. Like, you know, you just quit a, a side gig. Like, mad people are doing this, and he just he's tapped in. And he's fucking raking right now. He's yeah, fucking living the dream. Yeah, you know. And we're we just designed. A, um, we're designing a. He just bought a food trailer. He's upgraded to a food trailer. That he's gonna pull behind his truck, pop up cook everything like it's it's dope and we're doing we're designing the whole wrap for the food trailer nice dude yeah. that's freaking and, and awesome shirts to go with it the shirt says uh a little preview trying to smash <laughs> yes that's <laughs> awesome that's for smash burgers yeah. trying so to smash now that's a t-r-y-n-a china oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Sure, yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit more about some of the first designs. Yeah, I know yeah. I remember the Conehead. Uh, Matt, if you want to pull up his uh, Instagram for yourself, I don't know. I know Matt probably did a little homework, but I remember the Conehead was like the first one. Yeah, so this... Who is famous? This, yeah, Anyone this, outside this, of Buffalo? Yeah. So we did this one. This was actually more of a personal thing for, for Nipsey. And then obviously this pays homage to... This is the same thing he used for Crenshaw. Right. Same type of cursive. But Chippewa, Crenshaw Chippewa is almost a, it's a very similar word. Yeah. I don't even know if I have the same number of letters in it. So I thought it was, it would be like a dope thing, but tough for some people to understand, like on the same wave that I'm trying to like flip it. Yeah. So, but it was still like a dope thing for me. Um, but as far as, <laughs> yeah. That one looks, yeah. That but but as far as like a Buffalo design, first one we did was Conehead. So I literally took a, uh, I took a picture of Braden and Conehead <laughs> at a game together. And Conehead had this crazy meme, like, for no reason. Like, you're taking a picture of my kid. Like, what, you can't even smile with a kid? Like, it was wild. You caught him on the yeah, wrong day. Him caught him on a hangover. Yeah, hungover. Fucking so, had a hemorrhoid that so, day. So, literally, like, two, popcorn, peanuts, who yeah. needs a beer? Legendary. We're, we're like friends now. Yeah, well, that's how, yeah. that's how it was, like, so amazing, is he really did look like he was fucking having a hemorrhoid-filled yeah. day, and then... Like you made it into his shirt, and yeah. then it was like you gave him the love back, that though. You ago. fucking you 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 like literally stamped him, and no one had ever done that for that fucking guy. How many people know who Conehead is? Yeah. How many people have seen that guy? How many people have like talked about that guy? Oh yeah, Conehead, yeah, Conehead. But you literally took him and you fucking actually put him into the universe, into the matrix, and no, I think that's sure. fucking awesome. Yeah, no, he. I remember the first time uh, I went to a game and I brought some shirts. And um, you just walked in with them. I walked in with with some shirts. Yeah, I, I was wearing one. I brought a couple. Snuck four, in. Four conehead. Are you allowed to even do that, or do they even give a fuck at the Bisons no, because they need no, they, they need anybody no, there? They're, they're like, no, come, please. We'll actually pay you to come. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally went a handful of times last season in a, with a backpack and, and literally just sold shirts to people. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, but I would wear it. This is Where'd thing. you get that shirt? Exactly. So I would wear the shirt and I would only, I wasn't like corny about it. Like I, if somebody like actually like said something like that, like, yo, where'd you get that shirt? Like, oh, I, I made it. I actually have some on me. You know what I mean? Like that. That's yeah. Funny. Like just like lead right into the sale. Stare them right in their soul. <laughs> Stare them right down the barrel and yeah. just be like, oh, I actually have some on me right now. But no, only if they're yeah. worthy. Only if they really deserve to wear it. No, but I got to <laughs> say that it, Robbie actually probably was what started us on the path of doing like the Buffalo themed t-shirts. Cause at the time he had just made on his own time. Robbie lived in New York city for three years. Okay. We, Cause I wondered where yeah. he was. Cause then I saw him with yeah. you and I was like, yeah. I feel like I haven't seen this no, kid he, in a while. He, he was in New York city for three years working, um, running the marketing department for Estee Lauder. That's fucking yeah. sick. Where did he go to? Did he go to school around here? Yeah. He went to UB. Oh, yeah. Um, I never really knew Robbie that well. Yeah. I know Maddie actually was close to them, I feel like, because I think they might have band together or something. They did, yeah. I mean, like, Maddie was always talking about him, but I never really, like, got to, like, hook up with him, like, yeah. as a friend or anything. Yeah, but he always was, seemed mad chill and, like, the nicest kid. Oh, for sure. So, so nice. He's too nice. We, we joke that he's a good cop <laughs> and I'm a bad cop. Yeah. Like, pinky brain type That's thing. okay. You need that, dude. Oh, you can't have, yeah. you can't, like, not have the fire to survive. Like, no. if you didn't have it at all, but you need that, joke, you need that gushy love, too, though. Like, no, we joke about all the time. We had, we've had pl plenty of, uh, run ins with each other, but everybody's got to have those growing pains, it's, you know, when you start a business together, especially a partnership, you know what I mean? So, like, we just found out really quick that we're, we're really different humans. Like, 
we've always been friends, but you don't really, you don't really know. Right. You don't know them that well. No, not until you, know, you move in with them, yeah, yo. Exactly. That's like, I've had friends shit. Once yeah. you move in with your friend, they ain't your friend no more. You <laughs> lived with them. Like, they're now the person you lived with yeah. once, and then you're like... Yeah. They, he's fine. You're like, they're fine. But going into business together is a little yeah. bit different than living together. 100%. So, so he, he naturally is more of a quiet, um, introvert. He is for us. He is kind of more of like behind the scenes, but he, like I said, I got into this with him because I still don't even know how to actually speak about how good he is at what he does and what he's capable of doing. But I'll tell you that to me, he represent like represents like the top one percent of humans on Earth who can tap into a computer in the manner that he does. Yeah, so there's literally nothing that he can't do. He's taught himself how to do everything. Well, he wouldn't be going into this venture on his own if he didn't have no, the confidence. And, and he's already built businesses already. He's done probably thousands, yeah. hundreds of websites. So he specializes in like WordPress. Um, mm. So he he's he built. Um, um, a business called Modern Themes, which he sells WordPress templates. Okay. And literally, that's that's was a way for him to live in Buffalo very comfortably. Yeah, that's really he, cool. Yeah, he's worked for himself for a minute, so he's teaching me a lot. I'm I provide the value for our relationship because I'm out there going out and just throwing my neck anywhere and everywhere, just networking, and that's like you know just coming here. Like this is yeah something that naturally he wouldn't be interested in at all. I, I could do this all day long. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's a perfect partnership, though. You can't ask yeah, for, like, like, that's like yin and yang, fucking black and white. 100%. Like, you need that because it's like, yeah. if you don't have one or the other or you have one of each, it's almost, I mean, we've found, you know, Matt and I, I don't want to say, like, the same thing. I wouldn't compare Robbie to you, but in our own way, I would say, like, we are different in this kind of production and, like, show planning. Like, I'm kind of, like, chefing up the like you know what we're thinking about doing and, and going through like mentally and i know that he's always going to be prepared off that Actually put it and then like i said like yeah. this the, the production side of things like i like you said like i i think admitting that too and i think like being transparent and honest and admitting like i don't like you do like 100 yeah. like that is it's that simple and i think i play quarterback so i always kind of like I've had a lot of experience with a lot of different types of minds and like a lot of those times those people are either protecting me or I need them to catch the fucking rock or I need them to get that fucking first down. So like as a leader, like personally, I like to work with a lot of different types of people, but then also sometimes I can come across too like passionate because of my psycho football background. Yeah, like I get sure. excited and I kind of have to reel back sometimes, but then, you know, some of the most like, best relationships I've had with people are the ones that can see through that and see that I actually just give a fuck. Oh, and I think that's a big part of it too. And like Matt, like working with you has been awesome because you just like bring the positivity every day. Like I haven't seen you really get negative yet. Mm, I've <laughs> close a couple times recently. Yeah. I mean, w w w with you and your partner, do you guys find yourself pushing each other when the other one's kind of not like slacking, now, but like yeah, kind of pick pick you back up to like keep pushing you and 100%, stuff? Hundred percent. Now, absolutely. And and there was a, like a breaking point. Um. Well, he well he moved home from New York City to essentially take this on full time. So when he came back, he had just moved into his um, he's moved into his grandma's house. His, his grandma um get sold him the house, which is perfect because. The house was a perfect starting point for us to 
throw all of our equipment in. Yeah, just that's throw, awesome. Your totally HQ home home base. So that that's killer. That, right now, that's we're working out of um, working out of his house. Like that, everything's at his house. All of our equipment, printing equipment, and, and continually been able to just work from uh, work from there. But he was um, hesitant at first. I mean, you gotta understand. He just moved. He just left New York City. Uh, uh, a hefty six-figure salary um, to come back to Buffalo to nothing. And do a startup. To do of. a startup. That's crazy. And while I'm trying to, you know, I'm still fucking putting in 40, 50 hours into a job <laughs> and not able not able to really give a ton into this, yeah. even though I've gotten it to this point through social media and, and things of that nature. But, you know, it's like, I could only imagine what he was thinking. Like, fuck, dude. Like, so there was a time there. And then, and then additionally... I don't think he really wanted to get into, dude, we could take this so many ways. Cause like we started off by just doing the t-shirts, right? Like it was just the t-shirts. Like we, we had some cool t-shirts. People like want to buy fun Buffalo t-shirts. There's a ton of companies like that locally. Right. Like 26, like, you know, but I knew we needed to do more than that. Yeah. And knowing what he's capable of, I, I don't want to go out and just sell t-shirts. I want to sell shit that's going to make fucking money. Like for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like fucking like websites. So he, was very hesitant to get back into building websites um, for probably probably a bunch of reasons. One reason I know in particular is that he doesn't – he's better when he's just kind of given the information to go with and create and build as opposed to extracting it. He doesn't – again, he's in more of an introvert. Yeah. He doesn't want to sit and talk with you all day long. Right. He doesn't want to have to have that communication. That's where I come in. I do all of that. I literally – and the middleman between anything that we do with a client and Robbie, and then Robbie puts it, puts it puts it together. So you're the guy that you know everybody would come talk to. Yeah. So like Robbie is he's like a made man. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like back protected in like the like the panic room. Like you got to protect that asset. We should probably should not even be saying his name no more, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's he would laugh at this. He probably think, he he would think that we're so stupid to even be talking like this, but that's how he is. Like that's right. what it is. Well, you know you he, got but, something good if he left a six-figure job, you know, to do something like 100%, this. Yeah, and he's that's never, when you know you got something good. And he's good. never given me props, but I know like, deep down <laughs> Well, that's kind of like... That I, I bring a lot to, to the table. We, he doesn't want to float your ego. He's got to keep you yeah, in check, bro. 100%. Because I, I, could probably, I could probably get into my own ego for sure. And I've learned to become a, lot, a much more like humble person. And, because I, I literally, like I've always known I've been capable of like building something. And by no means are we anywhere now, mm-hmm. but the I've, freedom I've already done it. Like, yeah. So like, I, I would be stupid to think that I'm like doing something, you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm, I'm just learning. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm, but in a way to have a fucking one of your best old boys be yeah. almost like a mentor, like that's, you can't write that. Like, that's just like yeah. good fortune. And it, I mean, well, it's I'm like smart for letting him become a mentor. For right. Me, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's that kind of, you have to you have to yeah. give in to your weaknesses yeah, exactly. and and in order to grow yeah. you can't grow without yeah. at least admitting i want to i need to like that's that freedom of creativity is a, is a huge reason why i stay with my boss mike and 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 matt and us yeah. we work together obviously but like we are kind of like i said i was in a way i was inspired by mm-hmm. what you started doing and i knew that you were I mean, like I said to you today, like, I don't have fucking kids, bro. Like, I'm not, I can't, I like, I don't even know what that life would be like. That's, yeah, right. that's like, to, so just to understand that you're doing that 
you know, you had the 40 hour, you had kids and then you were like, fuck it. I still want more. That to me, I think really shows that like, and and this is nothing against your family, but it shows like that personal quest is something that you have to keep quenching. Like all the love from, like at least personally, if I don't have something that I'm working toward, I could have everything I want and I still won't be happy if I'm not working toward something. Yeah, for sure. And for like me, dude, like after football, I like, I put all my eggs in that basket. Like I had to quit after yeah. I was 18 and I had to quit because of concussions and shit. Yeah. So like I held a lot of like resentment, but like Mike, my boss, he gave me the opportunity. Like I literally, like I was at the stage where I was just doing like six shifts a week at Olive Garden, fucking partying my ass off, living the dream, had my degree, did all the shit that everybody always wanted me to do. And like, I was like having a good time. Don't get me wrong. I have no regrets. We had probably too much. Yeah. But it wasn't until I literally like started just like writing. And I'm a big believer in like, if you write it down, like it goes into the matrix and there's actually a really cool video I want to show you after this, or, or at least send it to you after. Um, but anyways, yeah. I've told, I've showed you the writing down video yep. that Don Dapani Indian dude. That shit's crazy. But anyways, yeah. Um, just like I had written down, like I, I'm going to find someone who is going to respect me for who I am, who's going to like give me the opportunity to lead, who's going to like not try to change me. And I said like maybe production, maybe video. And I put it out there. I wrote it down. I put it, I have a million of these little books. And then like, dude found me. And like yeah. it, when I, when I saw his brand, I had never seen it. It's a small brand, but he's the one who kind of like brought me up to like, I mean, I've grown up so much just from seeing some of the things that he's endured. Sure. Cause when I walked in here, like five years ago, he had already been doing shit for 10 years. Yeah. And the fact that he 10 years before that, was a fucking server at fucking Smoky Bones and his manager was the same manager that hired me at Olive Garden. Yeah. That's just like, you can't write that shit. So I stick by him because like he admits his faults. I admit my faults. We've had our outs similarly. Like we've definitely had some like somewhat battles. We've always respected each other enough and we're both like psychos to where we're not going to like fist fight each other. Like we we're like the type of people where like, if you piss us off, you really piss us off. So we both have a pretty good fuse, but like you still, you get that kind of back and forth and you, you get trapped in that, like almost like friendship where you don't want to say it, but then your business. So you know, you need to say it. And that gets difficult. We're still, somewhat kind of now we've broke that threshold but like the last six to eight months we've definitely had those times like i mean i would come over and it would already be uneasy we haven't even said a word to each other yet yeah 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 and that's communication dude i can't deal with that type of shit you know what i mean but like again we're fucking totally different human beings like right you know he we don't even listen to the same music like you know like even something as simple as that like he he can't even listen to rap. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, as random as that is, but like, I don't listen like the shit that he listens to. He listens to shit I, I listen to. Like, yeah, so many different things, but we definitely come together uh, in sport and now in, in business. We're both really competitive and Robbie's a phenomenal athlete as well. He's good at everything. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. So we're really competitive in that way. But to answer your question, like now up, up to speed, we're totally pushing each other. Like right now, he's printing shirts out. Like he'll be printing, he'll be printing shirts all night for jobs that I just sold. Like he doesn't want it. He's not gonna get behind. 
he's doing all the fulfillment now. That's good. Just to like get brought up to speed real quick. So we started off with doing t-shirts. Obviously, I knew we could do a lot more than that. We're still finding out really what exactly we're capable of doing. But So we're still in this kind of pivot. But right now, we're doing our own apparel. Shit that we sell in our own store, online store. Um, we're doing apparel for other people, so like bars and restaurants and um, hole in the walls and, and what, what have you, um, as well as some bigger companies. We are doing websites. Robbie's done like two or three websites locally. Uh, Q, is it QC Audio? QA mm, Audio? Not sure. They're a local um, recording studio. Okay. QC Audio. Yeah. Um, Couple other people, but the one we're about to finish now, which is kind of on the on the low, but it's about to come out, is um, the build for Seneca One downtown. Oh, that's killer! Nice. So that was like our first like. Good for you, man. That's awesome. And, and actually, who plugged us on that? Who's plugged us a couple times in the last six months on big projects? Um, is Brett Michael from Oxford Oxford Penn? Dude, yeah, Brett is somebody that has. I mean, I've seen that motherfucker pop up in more places, <laughs> and he's always been an awesome dude. Yeah. He was always real nice to me. Like yeah. you know, like the older dudes in school that you like, you just knew they were a good guy because like they were always respectful and like they were always nice. And like he was such a great guy. And Evan was in my class. His younger brother Evan Michael was in my oh. class. He was in my basement once for a seventh grade or like a nice seven year old birthday party. I'll have to, next time I see, like, Brett or Evan, I was just talking about that because my girl asked me about, like, our par- my parents' basement in Chictawaga, and she's like, well, did you guys have, like, a finished basement? And I'm like, there was a minute where it was kind of finished. Yeah. Like, we had, like, a foosball. I had a birthday party, and fucking Evan was there. But Brett Michael, I, I just saw him doing videos and producing podcasts for Eric Hennings, the kid I was talking to, yeah. Skate Cobain, so Local like, Legends podcast. The, the connector there and he did Rob, oxford Rob, pennant yeah, right Robbie is is a super talented Sorry. musician he was in a bunch of local bands yeah and so um him and brett have known each other in that regard and then also obviously we all went to maryville so with robbie coming back into town whether he he knew it or not he he, he had to have known it um he threw uh our name in the hat because he knew we had just start, started buffalo and and we were offering um obviously web design yeah I, I i just i assume that he knew that so he threw our name to sean sean heidegger i don't know if you know he is um super cool dude he's our contact at seneca one um and sean reached out to us and got the ball rolling and, and yeah it, it was but it was funny because robbie again he's he's always been building websites he's worked for companies he's the original co-founder of mr smith i don't know if you know that dude <laughs> I know. All right. Yeah. yeah so, so, I did not know that. Yeah. I did not know that. But I I respect their work. I've seen some of their yeah, work. So he was a co-founder of Mr. Smith. And then, you know, I don't know the full story there. Right. By any means. But obviously. That was in Buffalo before he went out? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, like I said, he's been tapped in. He's been doing this a minute. Um, but I don't think to the extent that we're kind of doing it now, like, not only is it ours, but now I'm kind of the person to go out and get get a sale and get a number. He doesn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and he's always been, t- I don't want to say taken advantage of, I'll say that now because he's my boy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but taking advantage of that aspect where he, he's building sites for these retainers, hundreds of thousands of dollars in sites. And he's, right. What is he getting for it? A, sal- a, a small salary. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Game over. That's our money now. Baby. Right. Well, that's cool. That's that. That's that fire that he obviously like came yeah. back for. Or else well, he would so be still doing that out there. That's what I'm saying. He's unsure of that. But now with this, I mean, I don't want. I don't. I'm not going to get, some, get, get any, any numbers. But this was. This was a pretty yeah. cool number that they threw us. Yeah, um, it had some validity to it yeah, too. It's it, a legitimate project. Yeah, or that we threw them and that they gladly um, accepted. <laughs> uh, we, we've been lowballing for a minute because that's been my strategy for entry. And it's yeah, still, and it still is. Yeah, I'm, I'm still giving giving shit away for free and giving away at cost or just above cost. Um, more so, like obviously shirts and just that, that, that nature. But yeah. Um, There's certainly various and levels. People, you know, people are gonna come back. What, I'm selling myself. Yeah. That's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. Like once that's established, then we can talk about like a real price that benefits me because now you know me. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting to know that not only is... I want to clip that one, by the way. Make sure we clip that. Yeah, write that down. clip that. (laughs) I'm going to have someday in my life, I'm going to have a small man that's going to write shit down for me. That's been my goal since I was like 12 years old. Just a little tiny person to write me down. Because he's got to be small and... I want him to be almost like an action figure size, like an alien size. But he's—I'll find him. He's gonna—he's gonna, he's he's gonna out be there my, somewhere. The fucking carny somewhere. I'm gonna yeah. save that little motherfucker. He's gonna be my write down man. Yeah. Um, that's really cool though. I actually—I yeah. wore this today because this is your direct competition, Amazing. and I needed to. This is a bar stool. Oh, no. Oh, okay. No. I'm thinking, not talking Buffalo, bro. Okay. I'm talking oh, Portnoy. Yeah. And you know, there's, you know what happened with that, right? So I had. At least teased him on the story, but I needed you to tell the story of the Portnoy experiment because I've got the hat on. He was kind enough to bring in a hat for Matt as well. This was the first item I purchased from Buffalo Go because I just thought it was neat because it's got the All America City. Like, that's such a weird, stupid thing in Buffalo. Like, you always see it and it's like, why is it not American? Yeah. All American City. And that's why I was like, dude, that's fucking sick. So I got the hat. But tell Matt a little bit about the story, because I know I'm pretty familiar. We were chatting a little bit when it was going down, but tell Matt so about the story. One of the first things we designed, um, in addition to like the local legend, was one of the first ideas we had. I wanted to do something um, that was like a parody that would get like attention, and so I thought was last spring the Roger Goodell clown tee was still kind of a thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Barstool is obviously super popular. Like, there's just so much traffic in that regard yeah there is around those two you know nfl um, parcel so i thought for people locally what if we put brady not only is it like a like a slap to barstool but and like anyone who's a boston loving fan because um, <laughs> portnoy's major new england right oh, 100%. he's a yeah. boston yeah. guy right yeah, yeah. it's like fucking diehard followers um <laughs> and obviously like bill's paths is like we've been tortured for so long so it, i mean it just I knew it would it would be it would stick out and everybody would notice it. But we didn't know he was fucking coming here. Did you know he was going to be here? Yeah. No. So it was like a perfect storm. So we everything's a perfect storm once you start actually doing it. When you put the love into it and you got, I mean, again, I don't want to get too preachy, but I'm a God guy. I love God. God is like the fucking answer. Start doing. You think things. You trust it. You think things are happening as signs. They're not really, they're just, they're not signs. They're happening because you're, you're doing them. Like, yeah. You've changed your mindset to like think that now you're just noticing that this shit's happening because you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and like, I think yeah. that, I think that in the same regard, if they're bad things yeah. and then you wonder why the bad signs are happening, but it's like, because you're doing bad things, you're, exactly. le- you're, yeah, yeah, exactly. you're channeling that. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna keep, we 
We jump off a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why that's we can do whatever we want that's here. That's what happens yeah. on the cast. That's well, why we can do no, whatever so the we, fuck so we, we want. We pulled the Brady. We pulled in uh, Robbie's. This Robbie was still in New York City. Um, we pulled in one of his friends. She did the artwork to. to we picked a, you know, just a, a headshot of Brady and and did the clown and everything like that. So we had it. And we were sitting on it. We did koozies first, and then we printed shirts. Um, and just so happened to be that last year we started off three and zero. Pat started off three and zero, and. Game four was in Buffalo. You know, there was so much buzz. You there was. So much buzz. And then Portnoy was doing, you know, his pizza thing was really popular then. He was talking about coming to Buffalo. People in Buffalo were like... Because like, we do have the fucking yeah. best pizza in the fucking country. Yeah, people were like egging... Like, it was up, like they were like egging him to come to Buffalo. So once we found out like through Twitter that he was coming to Buffalo, I had befriended um, Zach from Trainwreck Sports. Those guys. Dude, those guys... Shout out to them. Yeah. They do some very interesting work. Yeah. I was there's another one that really inspired me to start doing this sort of thing because you see a couple of young guys yeah. with no fear yeah. and they have like the, they have the juice to just be like, "You know what? I'm going to walk in and get a press pass." And now they're like yeah. legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. just a quick shout out to to them boys. Yeah. They, that, they, they it's around. impressive. So I reached out to Zach and he he came over and I was like, "Dude, if you get if if Portnoy somehow ends up in the hammer lot and you're there, because I wasn't sure I was going to the game or not. And you're wearing the shirt and get like a picture with him, or, or like at least get in front of him so he can see it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll give you free shirts for like forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, should you not? I ended up going to the game, but I wasn't down there early. And I, as soon as I got down there, my phone was blowing up. He's like, "Yo, I got it." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, "Wait till you see this." So literally, like you could pull up the video if you want on my Instagram, or or you could view it later, but. He literally went up and just do carries a microphone everywhere. Like, he's like... Zach. Zach, yeah, Zach. He's always prepared for, like, an yeah. interview. And he walks up to Portnoy. He's got the shirt on. And he's like, hey, hey. He's like, what do you think? And Portnoy, you can see like, his whole fucking... Dude, it's 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 whole, so real. Mode switch. He's having fun. He doesn't know what to do. I'm definitely like, going to watch that. Yeah, and then he was like... Dude, it was funny. You, you just got to watch it. And Portnoy was like... You think this is all fun and games, but you're, you're going to get a C and D. Like you, you're probably going to get a lawsuit. <laughs> and, and he's laughing, Zach, but I'm not laughing because he's yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like, I was fucking cracking up. Yeah, you you fucking C and D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, I mean, he had, there's some funny lines in there, but just the fact that he got that shirt in front of Portnoy, and like, you know, it, it was crazy. It was great content. Like, it would be great content now. It's still... It would be better content now. It still, it still was back then, but you know we're much, we're a little bit bigger now. Yeah, yeah. Instagram following. Where I could see that, that was super cool. And, and and to add to that, we printed like wasn't a ton, like maybe a hundred shirts or something like that. Dude, we sold out of those shirts in twenty minutes. We didn't even. Get, How awesome is that? We didn't that? even get outside of one lot. How awesome is that? And that was just like another tap in moment. I'm like, God, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on. Right. As we soon just, as you just yeah. let it rip. Yeah. So that was that was fun. We got some good content out of that. We, I, I wrote up. A, I actually wrote. I do some writing as well. I know. So like I, I wrote up. We haven't done. A blog. Doesn't surprise we me. We haven't done a blog in a minute. It's just it's tough, like I said. It's tough to tap in. I got a whole. Yeah. I got a whole formula. We yeah. can talk. Yeah. We're definitely gonna talk again because this yeah. has been awesome. I've really, yeah. I've really like loved every second of it. No, that was a good piece. So we did. I did a blog on it. But, I could um, see, um, like what I would love to do. With with this kind of Reg and the Zeus sort of thing, and I I started a, a quick blog trying times the trying times dot com, but like ideally, what I would love to do is similar to what Barstool is doing in the content space, 
but also the ringer. I don't know if you're familiar with the ringer, Bill Simmons. He was an old NBA head from like you, uh, ESPN. And he, um, he jumped ship on ESPN and basically started, he originally started with his own website, got plucked, worked for ESPN, then went back. Yeah. And he now he runs the ringer. And what he did was he took sports and he expanded it into more content. So now they're, they're a podcast machine, they're a blog machine. Yeah. So like, that's where I could really see it, like, kind of crossing over if I could ever be of any assistance where you start to basically have a, have different pods because your brand is like slowly developing more and more 100%. locally. Yeah, yeah. No. And like, that's, that's just something that I was thinking about that could be really cool as far as like whatever I can do to no, help 100%. you out. Like I was just telling you before we, we came on here, like I'm like super tied up, like wearing so many hats now. Like I told you I yeah. have jobs so like, it's tough to like work in, continually tap into like creative, create content, sell, you know what I mean? Get out and network. Like, they call it like, bandwidth. Like, like communicate. I met, I was in a meeting one time yeah. with this really corporate pitch with Mike and this woman was like, I just don't know if you guys are going to have the bandwidth. And I was like thinking in my head, I was thinking like, fucking internet like i literally was like this is like growth you know like i literally was just like what the fuck was she talking about bandwidth and mike's like well bandwidth like you know do we have enough people to kind of like get everything done and still and i'm like oh but that's a little i've I've, got internet yeah dude i've kind of always like i mean i'm I'm a i'm an artifact when it comes to that yeah i hear you you. yeah and i don't don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm trying to learn and continually do like more stuff, but I mean, tap into what you're good at. Like, yeah, right. Robin's good at that. And put trust in those who who are good at keep, different keep things. Learning. Yeah, exactly. that's the team. Well, that's well, exactly. There's, a fucking football team doesn't have a quarterback playing every position. For sure. Like, don't get me wrong. You can you can learn. Like, I can learn to do it. That's just going to take time away from other things that like I'm good at or that I want to do. So find someone else who can do it. But to answer your question, yeah, dude, like hundred percent. I'm gonna need. We're gonna need somebody to just create more content. Somebody to write blogs. I mean, yeah, uh, videography. Like, I mean, I'm definitely gonna be in touch with you guys in regards to that. That's like one of the only things we haven't really gotten into yet. Like our content. Like I've done everything to build it to what it is now and keep building. Like we have a super good organic, mm-hmm. which was the whole goal. Yeah, Buffalo. it's authentic. It's small and simple. It, and it's hot right now. Exactly. And fucking Josh Allen fucking surprised everybody. Put us on the map. Well, one hundred percent. Yeah. And so like he just he just became a sure. I feel like he helped Thanksgiving. That Thanksgiving game helped yeah. Buffalo tremendously. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like I, he embodies the attitude yeah. of Buffalo. I think. I don't yeah. know about you. No, absolutely, dude. Josh Allen. Were like, you saying we've had like three or four Josh Allen shirts? We have a Josh Allen beanie. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's only a matter of time. We did some Jack. We did some Michael stuff. I get. I get called Eichel all the time. Every time, like literally once a week. Eichel. <laughs> People think you're Eichel. Well, I think I'm Eichel. Yeah. People have thought I, mean, I was I Ryan that. O'Reilly. I'm, better. I'm, I'm much smaller than Eichel. But I can sure, see that though. Seriously, like it's crazy. We were out in Ellicottville a couple weekends ago, and like somebody's like, Yo, make sure somebody's like, I can see these kids like pointing and shit, and, mm. and I'm like. I'm like, what's going on, guys? What's up, bro? And I'm like, I had a couple beers, so I'm like, yo, what's going on, guys? What's up, buddy? I'm like, trying to get ahead of the steam. And they're like, are you Michael, bro? And I'm like, no, no, no. Yes. If you get drunk enough, do you say yes? Dude, I have actually a funny Michael story. I gotta, Let's hear it. No, I got to, yeah, so 
I, I ended up at Mother's at like 2. Ooh, years. yes. Yeah, Always yeah, good. Yeah, oh, yeah. fuck yeah. That's your neck of the woods. Oh, fuck so yeah. I forget what we did. I think we had a golf tournament or something. Saber, or yeah, the Sabres played a, a home and away in Toronto. So they had just gotten back from playing in Toronto. And we strolled into Mother's, into Mother's like me and two buddies. Um, and the, like six, seven, eight Sabres just sitting at a table. Like they probably just got into town, showered, and they want to get a bite in some. In oh, because Mother's is, exactly. yeah, it's the only place you can get a good bite so late. Like literally, as soon as I get in there, and at this time, I had come up with um, like the squad goals, like gold reflective long sleeve. Ooh, that white joint? Yeah. Was that the white and gold joint? Yeah. That shit was hot, and bro. I had a, um, like a, a golden season hat for Ico with the gold. The nine. blue with the gold nine. Which is dope. And that um, shit was hot. And uh, so I literally went up to Eichel. Like, I just went right up to the table. Like, and was like, hey, what's up, man? Like, this, this is my company. Like, I showed him Instagram. I showed him stuff that we've made. I've tagged him up previously a bunch of times. I'm like, if you could just follow or whatever, that'd be cool. Like, I would love to send you some gear. Like, super nice. Like, that was it. That was the gist of it. So I went back. And then um, the fucking waitress comes over like 20 minutes later. And she's like, hey, so um, are you Eric? And, he's, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, Jack wants um wants to buy you a shot or something like that. And I'm like, oh, word. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. So I go over there and they got a round of shots. And he's like, uh, I don't even, dude, I, I wish I knew this a little bit better. But it, well, it was probably a little hazy. If you're at Mother's at 2 a.m., you're in the no, zone, exactly. baby. <laughs> but the gist of it was something like he wanted me to do jumping jacks. In front of like the clan, like almost trying to play me. Ooh, like, homie, don't play that. And, yeah, and they're all super like most of them are super young. You know, you got like middle stats. It's that hockey, like, hockey boys, dude. They, they don't grow up. They, they're, they're like, they're like little little kids. Like, I'll still me, fuck like, up a hockey boy. Straight up, like all these, all of looking at me like I got fucking foreheads. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm just like, I'm just shooting the shit to you boys like yeah like you ain't nobody who the you, fuck do you yeah, think you, know you are like yeah you're at mother's it's the same place i am bro straight up so like i'm like no he's like trying to play me so i was like <laughs> i was trying to like be cool about it without like getting aggressive i'm not i'm not trying to like fight sabers and like you know have a story yeah yeah, yeah. But, like yeah it was funny but come come you know fast forward and now like i've actually dm'd Michael on a handful of, of, of occasions like back and forth um like like laughing at shit like we've 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 talked about a bunch of random stuff and i actually ended up sending him the long sleeve and the hat through um one of um my work contacts so like he has like my gear i don't know if he's ever worn it like it would be dope to like get a picture of it or something yeah right right that'd be that's pretty cool though dude that's the fearlessness though that shit people don't forget that's the thing like I might have done a lot of fucking weird things in my day, but like if people like if I were to run into someone now, I don't have regrets because it's like kind of like that fearless truth. Like yeah. if you don't have it, you don't understand it. But maybe it's an Irish thing. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like a fearless thing that yeah. like I'm not afraid of celebrities like my mom and my mom got us. She got me, my brother and my pops uh, back when Bron was in um Cleveland, the first role before he left. He well, we're huge Celtics fans. My dad was a Celtics fan in this, like the 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 Red Arback, like old era. Then my yeah. brother reignited in the eighties, and then I was around for the 08 like run. So like, my mom got us tickets in the Ritz Carlton because she found out that they were staying there in Cleveland. So like, 
sure as shit, they're in the lobby and like we've gotten to like meet them. But like two other times, my mom did it again and she's like, oh, well, they're there. I'm going. So she goes the next time we go. It was like the whole family went that time and she rode the elevator down with KG and Paul Pierce and I think Rondo. And she had her big, big ticket t-shirt that, cause she's like a bigger lady, but my, my, me, somebody got her a big, maybe she bought it for herself, but it's this big ticket, you know, big yeah. ticket KG. Yeah. And she got that shirt on. We all got our jerseys on and, and they were just cool as fuck to her. Like they were just like salt of the earth just cause they, like you said, they're just love, regular ass people. KG. And my mom was just like, they, they said like, come on. They held the elevator for her. She was like, hey, wait, wait. Like a little girl, my mom, she was like 60, 62 at the time. And like KG held the elevator and was just like, come on, big mama. And then she rode down. <laughs> Ray Allen wasn't there because motherfucker was already shooting at the gym like three hours yeah, before. Right. That's funny. But that's that fearlessness that I feel you have that right, I feel yeah. is like the sky's the limit for you, bro. Yeah, man, it's kind of crazy. Like uh, a lot of a lot of the things that I mapped out, like initially, like I still have them in, in my phone noted right now. Like literally, I could go back and show you, like Duff's collab, um, Spot Coffee collab, right? Just picking prominent businesses in Buffalo. We have our shirts now in three different Duff's locations. Duff's is a good one too. We rebranded that Eat Wings Drink Beer Be Happy shirt. That's our shirt. So that's in three different Duff's. Um, we did. Um, merch. We did coffee mugs and a bunch of shirts and some other stuff for Spot Coffee on Delaware and Kenmore. Um, I have uh, another note in there like uh, get into tops. Like right now, nothing's mapped out yet, but I literally just sent over all of our paperwork to be a vendor for tops. Like, That's cool. Literally, we might like to get gear to have their be because they always have the like corniest. Have our, first of all, I'm using um, this Buffalo Proud campaign. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. I saw. I, I didn't know much about that. I've yeah. seen that old that retro logo. Yeah. Is that like a Buffalo thing, like a multi? Talking Proud is from the eighties. Yeah. So Talking Proud Buffalo was a, a campaign that was started by um, Alden Shooty, and um, anybody like our parents know about that. Like a lot of a lot of people know about that, and they know a lot about it because of, like the logo, the, like anything that's like retro Buffalo is popular, right? Even for people our age. Yeah. Um, so. That's crazy. Like the shooties wanted to bring that campaign back almost 40 years later this, this year. Like, um, and dude, that's a crazy story. That was also a Brett Michael plug. Brett Michael is friends with the owner of Homage. Homage does apparel. They're based out of Columbus, Ohio. They're a multi-million dollar company, t-shirt apparel company. They make like super like nostalgic, like Celtics, mm. old school, like NBA shirts, like yeah. bull stuff, like. 90s joints, Captain 80s like, joints. Yeah. Remember all, those big head ones? Exactly. There'd be yeah, like cartoon caricatures. Everything. So um, the shooties must have done work with them previously or whatever. And, and basically um, the owner, Ryan of Homage, rang us and was like, hey, I have a cool opportunity for you guys. I was re- referred to you by Brett Michael. But Brett Michaels gave us some fucking... Yeah, he's making moves. Alley oops. Like, yeah. To get us going, man. That's just Shout cool of Brett him. Michael once, for, Yeah. Straight up, dude. Yeah. So, Once so like, again, the creativity, yeah. though, like, he, he can clearly see that he can't get every job, even though if he's good enough to 100%. get everyone, he can't get everyone. Yeah. So, 100%. might as well yeah. hook it up to people that, like, have, give them the opportunity. And we're the, yeah, we're in, the, you know, the merch space, even though we're young in it. Um, so, yeah, fast forward to now, I mean, we've we've been doing, we the campaign launched, uh, I think, mid-June. 
So we're, we're doing, uh, it's four different shirts with Buffalo Proud instead of Talking Proud. It's Buffalo Proud and um, a good portion of all of the t-shirt sales are going to the Buffalo Zoo. Awesome. Oh, that's killer. Yeah, absolutely. This guy is the zoo. I'm, I'm big animal our our pod is named Reg in the Zoo because his oh, okay. nickname is the zoo and he's big on animals. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's killer. It was funny how we, you know, we landed on the zoo. Um, but we're, we're glad that we have, we have like the, the Buffalo Zoo, I think is like the second oldest zoo in, in the United States. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Holy shit. It's, yeah, it's crazy. But so yeah, that's, we've been doing that. So that's, that really, kind of led us into this fulfillment um, channel, which is something else that we offer is merch fulfillment. So now we've kind of said, okay, well, we're already, you know, printing and packaging and shipping all of our own stuff. Let's collab with some buff- local Buffalo brands who don't have the means to do that. Or if they're using like a Shopify or Teespring, make it worthwhile for them, pull them off that and we'll do business together and we'll create together. So that's that, awesome. That's probably right now what I'm most excited about. Yeah. So like we're, we're with Buffalo Fanatics. Um, oh, nice, they, dude! Yeah, they got like seventy thousand fo- or seventy yeah seventy thousand followers or something like that. They are the creators of the Buffalo vs. Everybody T-shirt. Yeah, like which became popular like either last year or two years ago. Yeah, and like the Bills players were wearing it. Like, but they sold a bunch of those shirts. So now we're we're printing those shirts. Did you have somebody with a most recently? Did you have somebody wearing the Bills backers Miami joint? Yeah, so that that was a super cool. Collab. Who was that? Somebody uh, knows. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Snowman. Snowman. Is he <laughs> Snowman? He's Snowman, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Dude. He... You already snow. Yeah. Dion Dawkins. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's cool, man. Big man on campus. Yeah, he yeah. he was doing a video from home and he was rocking the new Bills Backers Miami, which I think the Bills Backers Miami concept is fucking sick. Dude, so that shirt. And shout out uh, John Holler. He's um, my contact for that. He's the one who runs the Bills Backers Miami. Um he reached out and, and we, he had some, he already had the artwork for um, that shirt done. He's already printed them previously, but Robbie switched up the colors on it a little Dude, bit. Dude, to the so Miami, Miami Voice joints? Yeah. And, you know, we were like, yo, Mafia Vice. Dude. And so we switched up the colors and that went, that was like our first little viral moment as far as selling t-shirts. We sold literally like 200 shirts in a weekend. Jesus. Like we weren't even prepared for that. We had to- <laughs> We had to order more shirts. Sitting on that many blanks. Yeah, so, so awesome. That That's was, awesome. That was epic. And now you know we're do, we're doing a tank in a different colorway. Should've, yeah, the red, white, and blue yeah. joint. Um, yeah, so well, we're doing those. But yeah, shout out to John. That's that's cool. And then that's leading us now into um, tapping into some other Bills backers across the country. We're about to release a, a Cleveland Bills backer shirt. That's cool, um, probably, dude. Probably this weekend. That's gonna. I I love it, dude. Yeah. I love it. And that's we got fucking this idea sick. We're doing like a um a Bills backers concert shirt. Like you know, you get a concert shirt. And it's got all the, the concert dates on the back. Be like the prominent Bills backers with like their addresses and shit. That's killer, yeah. bro. That would be fucking sure. sick. Have you? We were talking on the last pod about the fucking drip that Stefan Diggs just appeared to camp in. <laughs> How do you walk in like just dripping like that? I didn't even know about that rude rude brand. Did you ever hear of that brand? R H U D E. I never saw it. He had like a he had like a um kind of like a trucker cap kind of well like the 80s joint. The snapback. Yeah. And he, and I never heard, I looked that up and that's some like new kind of like streetwear brand out on the West Coast. Oh, I know, right. Oh, yeah, exactly. And I don't know how any of them ever catch. They got to have just people wear them though. Totally. Like me, like I just saw Stefan Diggs had it. But it's a nice hat too. 
No, for sure. Yeah, you gotta have a good product. Right. By all means, like our product. That's what we prided ourselves on to begin with. I actually but found a fuck with like hundred percent cotton gilded t shirts for your for your brand. Like Yeah. I mean I'm not gonna throw any names out there, but that's what <laughs> fucking some local merch guys have Yeah, I've seen on, that. Bro. Like, come on, man. Like, I had uh you don't want, nobody wants to wear that shit. Like okay, you got it because you were at that restaurant. But you're never gonna wear it again because it's a fucking. And it's you a, you wash it once. <laughs> you wash it once. You wash it once, yeah. and it starts to come up like this, yeah. and then like so, it's all like one arm's a little bit like no, chunky. So we, yeah, we just use, we use really good shirts. We were next, talking. We use a lot of next level Bella canvas. That's killer. Cause yeah. We were talking getting some merch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it'd be cool to get some Buffalo Reg in the Zoo type merch. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we, he's talked about getting some hats done and he's talked about getting like, we've had, he had shirts like mad long ago, but well, like, might be trying to brand or what? yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to set it up. Yeah, we'll have to set it up. We definitely, um, with the neon green. Let's go. dude, he had it first. Technically oh, he had that yeah. bean green. Oh, I call it right. that. I call it the bean green. He, um, he hit 14 or 15 years, actually. 15 years in, uh, like, just a couple months ago, he's been doing it. So, like, it's kind of like you find a niche, and his niche was always video, and he, like, it's kind of like, it hard, It kind of, like, breaks my heart because, like, you know, like, I don't know if I can stay with him forever. Like, that's what sucks is because you get, you get that guy that gives you your break or your opportunity, but like he knows. And I know, like, I don't, well, I don't know though, because the more we push each other, it's kind of like something happens in the right direction. Or if you get the right client or you're moving in the right direction, but that's why the freedom to create nowadays with this shit, with technology podcasts. I mean, we were able to set this shit up very affordably and it takes, but you have to be able to like think the way you think Matt thinks creatively and, and be able to see the long-term picture. And then I think it also comes down to just like, what are you like, who are you helping? And like, how are you helping? Like, a t-shirt to somebody might not, like you said, when you first started t-shirts, you might have thought like, I'm not going to only make money doing t-shirts, but the, no, there's definitely a, a, the value, yeah. the value of that design of that, like that Stevie Johnson joint with the like, why so serious? I cop that just to keep it because that's something, a part of my life that I never want to forget yeah. is the Stevie Johnson yeah. era. And like, there's some of that stuff like collector's item, but like, you know, it just goes to show you that like the value of something goes beyond just like like when you print that logo, when you print that saying, when you print that whatever, yeah. that changes it and that like means it is something else. And then it goes into somebody else's hands. I don't know if you ever watched Marie Kondo, that little Chinese Asian lady. No. She does like she does like a hoarder's kind of show and and she helps people like get rid of stuff, but she says you're supposed to like say like thank you and throw it out. Because everything has meaning. So, like, if that lady thinks everything has meaning, that's what hoarders, like, hold on to everything. Yeah. But I'm a little bit of a hoarder when it comes to weird shit like old T-shirts. Oh, like, that shit carries meaning. Maddie, Maddie Moore, he wears the same, like, penny still. Like, he wears a Saluki's, like, AAU penny, like, everywhere he goes still just because it feels good. It's I, weird. I don't know, there's a lot of people like that, yeah. And this hat, dude, I, I got... I got bills. Um, I didn't get seasons last year, but they did the um, the the uh, stadium pass joint where you were allowed to get two seats, and they would shuffle them around if the seat got bought. But 
I wore this hat is until it got cold because it had yeah, to get yeah, winter yeah. joint. Yeah. Write that down. We gotta get a winter joint. Yeah. For 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 when winter the John. because <laughs> yeah because the after like October in Buffalo the games you got to bring it like when it comes to like snow control rain control. But anyways, I went to like the first several games and I got a lot of compliments on it. Like people dug it and they were they were like. And then you saw people that weren't from Buffalo, and they looked at it like, what? And that made it almost even better, because it was like, fuck off, you don't get it. Sadly, <laughs> for better, yeah, I don't know. Sadly, it's it's almost reminiscent of kind of like a Trump hat, you know what I mean? So, well, sadly. Keywords, sadly. the style and things like that. I could understand I that. I that, but like, not only is it something like that Buffalonians would get, but even if you didn't get it, it's unique. Yeah. Oh, that's you what know, I mean. It, it, the green and white. It's almost kind of trendy. It's a dad cap. Like, I don't know. Just, there's a lot different. It was my first dad cap. Yeah. I I was anti dad cap. This was my first. I've got a couple. I have a couple now, and this was the first dad cap I ever bought. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel good about this. Is there anything else that you wanted to kind of get down, yeah, or did you cover everything? Cover. No, I want to touch on Stevie though. Oh, that's right. We can't forget about yeah, that. So you talked yeah. about. Um, the Why So Serious shirt, which obviously is like an iconic moment. So I want to f- flash back to, well, I think it was 2012, is right when I moved back from Tampa. Um, I've always followed Stevie closely. Stevie's the sickest. Because, because he's from Fairfield, California. That's wow. I didn't know that you were from the same place. From the exact same place. Like, Get the I, fuck out of here. If I would have stayed in California, I would have went to the same high school that he went to. He was... He, he played some quarterback, I saw, actually, in high school. I saw a little bit. He posted something. I never knew. He might, I don't know. He might have just played a little bit. and Somebody might have got hurt or something. Though, he was, um, he was a, a, I think, a better basketball player than he was a football player. Well, that's how he ran those routes, yeah, dude. exactly. He's cooked. Exactly. He cooked Revis. <laughs> dude, he he straight up cooked Revis. He actually kind of, like, Revis was never the same, I, I feel. You did have some good back. Revis. You yeah, did have some good back and forth yeah. with Revis on that. But no, so 2012, I, I, like I said, I followed Stevie. Um, actually, a friend of mine who went to Rodriguez when Stevie was drafted um, texted me. It's like, I don't know if you know Stevie, but he went to Rodriguez and he just got drafted by the Bills. So immediately from that day on, I'm like, Stevie's my boy, no matter what, just because of the Fairfield Connect, hometown Connect. Like, so I followed him, obviously, and then like his cousin is a rapper. He used to go by your boy. His name is Rich Rock and now. Um, I've listened to him for the last 10, 15 years. Nobody knows who he is, like, especially around here. Like, we, I've always been super different in regards to, like, my my style. Oh, you like, have. I'll I hand speak, that to the you. The way I talk, but it's, it's just because I'm it's authentic, though. of the Bay Area. I've, I always found you to be, like, I never thought you were faking it. I'll give you that. No, it, yeah, I mean, it's you just because I'm, I'm from the Bay. Like, I listen to different music, so, like... I've, I've always followed these guys, like, especially since I knew like he, he became a Bill. So 2012, I think he was, he was just getting rolling as like our, one of our, our best uh, wide receivers. Yeah. Um, and I was following him on Twitter and him and his, um, your boy, Rich Rocca, were playing basketball in Stevie's, um, complex where he lives in Orchard Park. And they tweeted out a picture of like the basketball court and it was like, it was just like a, the basketball court itself and said um come get this work i still remember it 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 was it was uh raka sent it out on his end it said come get this work 
And then it was like, if you, if you know, um, like where the court is or something like that, it was almost kind of like a mystery thing. Yeah. So I literally went on Google and started looking up courts all over Buffalo, like Buffalo basketball courts. And I was looking at like the paint schemes and everything, bro, straight up. And I found one in Orchard Park that looked exactly like the picture on his Twitter. And I'm like, Stevie's got to live in Orchard Park. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sure enough, I tweeted back. I tweeted back, is it this court? And he's like, yeah, come get this work, yo. <laughs> you rolled up? I rolled up. Who'd you bring? Myself. You didn't bring a partner? No, you just rolled up. No. That's fearless, bro. That's, that's fucking that's dope, dude. That like, takes some balls. Were you about. sweating? Were you like, I got to do this? No, no, I'm nervous at all. Not at all. Not at all. You were just like, I got to get over no, there. No, my people, but they just don't know it yet. Right, so kind of right. Like, I'm nervous for them to think like... Because you're there and you're... They would have never known. There's no way. There's no way. So I literally rolled up um, and there was one other uh, white kid there and then just them two. So just three people. And I rolled, like, you can imagine how random that is, but, you know, they're super cool. They're super cool. Too, yeah. Dude. And uh, they're just playing. I'm like, all right, let's, let's go too. Like I came up, I, I'm, the, I'm the guy who hit you up on Twitter. He's like, all right, let's go. So literally it was like me and Stevie guarding each other and Rock and the other kid guarding each other. And I, dude, I got some buckets on Stevie. But, but. <laughs> He was, he was on. <laughs> he wasn't ready for it. No, he was actually on injured reserve for a groin and he's playing basketball. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. So That's but, fucking but, but sick. But he did beat us and Rocky hit the game winner. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, we, so we took a pic. I took a picture with Steve. Now it was getting competitive though. Like it was a legit game. It <laughs> yeah, wasn't absolutely. no bullshit. Absolutely. This was for real. No, for real. That's dope. Yeah. That's two dope. Two. And they beat us with one game that was over and I, I took a picture with Stevie. I still got it. And I say that because... Fast forward to this year, and the Bills are doing good. We're having a great season. We got a lot of buzz. We have Buffalo go now as this kind of this up and coming brand. And I reached out to Stevie when he came to town for the home opener. Stevie came to, came to town for the home opener. I reached out um, through Instagram, and I gave him and Rich Rocca one of these chip watchers. And they were like, "All right, cool." So so I went up. I, we didn't get a chance to actually link at the game. But that was like the first little inkling. I still don't think was that that was at when he came up for the home opener. Yeah, exactly. And he had that that cutoff cut on. Yep. Bro, I yeah. sent you the cutoff that I wore to the yeah. Pats game years yeah. prior that he liked on Facebook. Yeah. That like again, just like that kind of like fearlessness. I always was like, dude, like if I and it's funny that you now have a connection with him. That I know if I ever were to just kick it with him, I'd be able to talk football with him, basketball with him. Like we're like he's yeah. clearly the same kind of person. Yeah, and I had like just like history for me. I I was at the when we went four and zero with Fitzy. Mm -hmm. We beat the Pats at home. I was up in the three hundreds and I had cut off a Joker. It was just a it was a shitty T shirt. That my brother brought back from somewhere that was a cool design. It was just a white joker, like two-tone black and white contrast, but it was a shitty t-shirt. So I fucking cut the neck, I cut the sleeves off and made it into a tank, and I, and I fucking wrote Why So Serious on the back, and I just did a red 13 with fucking paint, because it was like the night before. So I'm like, it's going to be hot, I don't want to wear a jersey. So I rolled up. And I had like gotten a couple pictures. I bought a hat at the game, a Bills like snap, and it was like vintage. And I shared it just on Facebook. And he, at that point, just like through Facebook, it said like Stevie Johnson liked this. And for me, that was like, he saw it. That's all I cared about. Like he needed to know that he was respected here. That's all I cared about. Dude, and, and, and I feel like people in Buffalo, 
gravitated toward, towards him because he's got a, a super different, weird, wavy, hyphy energy. Literally. You know what I mean? Literally. And, and he was he was just himself. But he also knew that that would attract a following. But he, had, he still had to put the game behind it, which he did. Obviously. He did. You know what I mean? He did. So that's, that's literally what... What got him um, to make his mark? You know what I mean. That's, I think that's that's what got him his first big payday. Now. I think I watched him yeah. actually. Also, I saw EJ beat uh, Cam Newton on a last second to Stevie. I was actually yeah, I was at the game. my twenty first yeah. birthday was the game that Stevie dropped the Steelers post corner, and I was in the fucking end zone. It was my twenty first birthday. I was in the end zone, and because I'm a former quarterback, I read it because I had the end zone view. I said, "Yo." Stevie, corner, post-corner, I'm slapping my brother. We're fucked up. He's like, place goes nuts. Because I called it because I played quarterback. I'm like, yo, he got him. And the ball's in the air. I'm going nuts. I'm going absolutely nuts. My brother's like, my brother's like, he dropped it. I'm like, no. Honestly, I didn't even care. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. Everyone was bitching on the way out. I'm like, fuck you guys. He's the fucking man. But, dude, I felt so bad for homie on that one. That was like, because I. I followed him big time. That shit, I think that shit still bothers him. I'm sure it does. Yeah. I'm sure it does. I know how that, that's that PT, that's that SPTSD, yeah. that sports PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking about, I was at a Little League baseball game. My cousin, I was telling last pod, and this pitcher um, on the opposing team, they were championship, one team from Southern Tier up here in the city. Uh, top of the fifth, they only played six, I think. And, my cousin's team was down. Somebody on my cousin's team, liner off the pitcher's shin, okay? Pitcher's broke emotionally. This is like 10-year-old kid. I'm like, get this kid out of the fucking game. He's hurt. Get him out. But the coach leaves him in, the opposing pitcher. They rattle off like five fucking hits. I'm like, this poor son of a bitch kid, he's going to blame this loss on himself for the rest of his fucking life, dude. That's that SPTSD. Yeah, no. Like, it's sad to say, but he'll never forget that when he took one off the shin and then lost a fucking 4-2 lead in the championship. He's only 10. (laughs) He's never going to forget. No, so, so he came to the home opener. I gave him some shirts. Um, We, you know, we were still very young brand, um, but that was like an initial plug. And then fast forward later in the season, we're doing some work and I hit him up for whatever reason. Um, I just DM'd him on Instagram and he was already, he had, must have already been sitting on, um, recreating that Why So Serious shirt. Yeah. He was thinking about it on his end. He, right. He had like a picture of it and everything. Um, so he, like, it was just good timing and he literally was like, all right, dude, let's just, let's just work. So literally, and we've done this, um, with a, with a lot of clients. I'm DMing someone in real time. And I'm and in the same time I'm texting Robbie and Robbie's mocking it in real time. So yeah. I'm, I'm coming back with actual mocked images of T-shirts, yeah, with artwork on them and everything like that. That's Dude, awesome. I've closed so many deals like that. Stevie being one of them, he's like, "Oh my god, this is sick!" And the, and I I I literally clipped a an S, a football that he signed because I wanted to be like more personalized, almost like a yeah, you know what I mean, like a memorabilia type T-shirt piece. Yeah. So instead of just doing the Why So Serious, which we we re- redrew that. To make it look like it was, because there's not a real good clear picture of it. It's all you know, shirts wrinkled and shit. Yeah, so we just like and he just hand wrote it. Yeah, we hand drew it to make it look authentic. Um, and then I I took a picture of uh, like a football he signed, and just recreated his SJ13. And then we actually um, I got this idea from Nipsey's clothing line Marathon. Um, we did 
like uh, hand sewn tags, Buffalo tags on the bottom. I don't know if you noticed that. I did notice. It's the only shirt we've ever done that for. Interesting. So it's like a, it's it's like a handle biz have fun brand, which I'm now helping him build that brand. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy how this is all coming about. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude. I can talk. We I, we could talk about the Stevie, well, the Stevie coming, but yeah. Fast forward now. So still at that point, we're building our relationship. He knows now that like I'm from Fairfield, so now there's 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 more to this picture. Unity. Yeah, than just being somebody who's working with in Buffalo. Yeah, you ain't just a Buffalo boy. It's hard for you to tell, but like you would fuck with somebody more if they were from Buffalo or Maryville naturally yeah. than if they were from Idaho. Right. You know like, Obviously. Uh, we're from the same hometown. So yeah. then like fast forward, I send him the pick of us when we played basketball together and he's like Get the fuck out of here. You? He said you got him. You got him. You came no. back around with it. You waited dude. on it. He's like, that was you. He's like, oh, this is official. Let's go. So, dude, that's awesome. We talk every day now. Like, we're, we're building a brand together. So he's always hashtagged. If you followed him, he's always hashtagged HBHF. Handle biz, have fun. It's been his motto, personal motto, for at least a decade. You know what I mean? And he's made small little runs at making like one-off shirts. He's super creative like that. He's already done his own merch. He's tied in with a bunch of other creative, like Southern Northern California Northern California brands. But I'm like, let's let's give Handle Biz have fun. It's full platform. Like, let's just do it. Yeah, so we're creating that. Like, we, we're running. I'm running the Handle Biz have fun handle right now. We're just starting to post about it. We're we have like four designs that we're offering. Robbie built the website for it, um, and then he's still so tapped into obviously football. He's He's coaching at Rodriguez High School. He took the, he took the That's head coach position to go back home. That's sick. Kids. We're doing the merch for Rodriguez. Nice. Like it's now it's like a it's like a family relationship. That's and fucking awesome. And, and, and the big thing right now though is I want I got a plug. We're creating this uh, football slash basketball academy. His two favorite sports. <sighs> His cousin played. Um, she played D one for UNLV point guard. Obviously, Stevie's you know respected for doing what he did in football. So we're running these exposure academies where he's teaching a lot of his basketball mentality moves to wide receivers, to you know that's fucking better, awesome. Better uh, instruction and reps and something different against DB. So it's a it's strictly a wide receiver DB academy. Um, and yeah, it's we're we're running the first camp uh, September fourth through the sixth. That's, that's cool. fucking awesome, awesome dude. Yeah, so I, I might go on back out to Fairfield for the reunion. Yo, you, you gotta, dude. That's fucking yeah. sick, dude. Yeah. I actually, when Tyrod was here, I started chefing shit in my brain of like, because he, Tyrod, I think, I mean, he's just a fucking amazing person in the same right. Like, yeah. just another kind of like salt to the earth leader that I think didn't get the love that he deserved. And like, when he was here, I had started thinking about something like, man, if I could ever get in a room with this guy, like the Tyrod Taylor signing for excellence, because he was just such a like good leader and such a good dude sure. that like, I could just see like, dude, like down the line, like a center for excellence for like, you know, youth that like, you could come here to get your schoolwork done. You could fucking come here and, and learn the game, like whatever, whatever, you know, like, but, but sur surrounding faith and family and like that unity and, Sports, I feel like sports, there is no, there's nothing like sports. And particularly for me, I'm a, I'm also a football, basketball guy. You know, I didn't even play baseball. So, like, those two sports to me, the team mentality, the leadership, like, I won't ever learn a thing that 
I won't ever learn a thing that I didn't already learn on the football field. Sure. Like yeah. I've, so it's just so it, it, it's, it, it's the stage. Like that's why doing this stuff, it feels there's no audience here, but like you could already feel the energy of like why I feel like this podcast style, this kind of like putting things on the record. Like I'm thinking about like sports in the way of like, if I start making calls on the, on the record and I'm publishing it, well, then nobody can fucking say I didn't say it. Sure. You know, that's kind of what we've started to get cooking here is like. Oh, podcasts are dope. I'd, yeah, I'd love to get into podcasts. I mean, you'd be awesome. I'd to fuck with this, but yeah. yeah. And like we're, we've like basically taken this one to just get started and we want to yeah. sort of start to have people around Buffalo on. Um, I just reached out to that guy, Carl's Closet. Uh, I found him just like I was already following him on Instagram, but I must have followed it a long time ago. And I was just like, dude, the, the amount of jerseys that this guy has, I just want to ask him and get like the story just alone because, like, there's a couple, yeah, there's a few of them. I mean, obviously, uh, my cousin Vintage has, them. yeah, my cousin Vintage has got some cool shit too. I love that they did that model. I don't know if you're familiar with Slobby Robbie. Slobby Robbie is a show. It's called Robbie's World. I can't remember what streaming platform it's on, but he's like a homie that just Slobby Robbie, dude. Look it up. I think you'd really be into him. He he buys and sells old gear. So like anything from jerseys to concert tees to kicks to like Fila shit to like anything you could imagine that you don't think is like worth that. There's somebody out there and he's got buyers everywhere. So like if he comes across like a dope jersey, he holds that and he'll hold that for somebody he knows, not sell it. It's cool. You'd really yeah. he's like he takes him getting used to. He's like this big fat, like he's like always decked though with the gear. And he's always got like he'll buy old gold and like old jewelry and shit, like Louis oh. Vuitton shit. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's been an awesome. I've had an awesome time. Yeah, Did you want to ask anything yeah, else, kinda, Matt? No, dude. I kinda, yeah, I kind of feel bad because obviously we got some old energy here that we're. No, that's the whole, that's the whole point yeah. of it. He I knew. Wanted, he knew coming in. Um, we did our golf talk. Yeah. Um, and you branded yourself pretty good, I think. And I definitely want to have you back on because yeah. I think we got a ton of shit to talk about yeah. that we just can't get to all of it. Tonight. No, yeah. Again, dude. Like that's what I mean. We're all over the place, but like. There's there's so much. I think you need I, to tell these tales as they're so, coming. There's so much that I feel like even just today that, that we've left out. But, yeah, just in terms of, like, Buffalo, like, where we started, kind of where we're going now, some of the relationships that we've built. It's Yeah, it's been pretty – it's been so fun. And now, like I said, being all in, it's, all, it's almost like, oh, dude, what the fuck were you doing the last 10 years? Like, why would you – you know, I, I don't. When you could I, have been doing this. No, I know, but I never want to look back and like. I, I don't live a regretful life by any means. You yeah. wouldn't be who you were no, if you exactly, didn't walk exactly, all those fucking exactly. pathways. Like, like I have, I have a bunch of golf connects right now that are popping off, like Encore Golf, Buffalo Golf, and Social. I click with these guys because I lived that life. Yeah. For five years. You know what I'm saying? We know chameleon of, life. We know a lot of the, yeah, exactly. The Irish chameleon. We know a lot of the. We know a bunch of the same people. Like. It's cr- it's crazy. Like the shit that I've done that I haven't really liked doing allowed me to just pull in and gather a bunch of different like work life balances, like different people that I wouldn't necessarily talk to. Like yeah, on top of my personality already, I just feel like yeah, dude. Like I, I guess you could say fearless. I, I like I, I already know. I already know that we're going to become one of the biggest companies in Buffalo in the next ten years. Yeah, I can see it too, especially <laughs> with the progress you're making already. Yeah. 
So where can people see your stuff? Buffalo Go on Instagram. Same thing with the website, buffalogo.com. is, as far as a handle, is at buffalogo. Okay. Um, website is www.buff-a-logo.com. Okay. Dashes are kind of annoying, but it, hey, We'll get some links in the description gotta, and everything for you. Yeah, for now. Yeah, consistency. Um, yeah, but everything is pretty consistent across the board. Just trying to stay as active and put out as much content as we can. That's awesome. Yeah. And our, what about with the upcoming football season? We're not too sure what's going to happen. Do you guys have a plan set if, you know, you're not allowed to go to any of the games or anything? That did, that does suck. I mean, we were definitely planning on because we got a taste of going and selling a shit ton of shirts. That festy sale. Yeah. We, what... In terms of going and being able to just collect some cash on some, on some creative teas, that's Working gonna, capital. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna suck to to lose the opportunity, but um, like I said, we we're tapping into the Bills backers, we're tapping into um, Buffalo fanatics and some other homegrown Buffalo sports accounts, and and he knows, you, well, you both know that there's a lot of them, and a lot of them are reaching out. So we're just gonna do as much collaborating through social media and creating T-shirts based on these people's brands, our yeah. brands. And then just doing some, you know, hopefully capture some sales that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Killer, dude. Yeah. What about Blue Jays playing in, in uh, dude, what we, is it, Salem's Field? Are you guys going to try to do anything there? We've had so many requests to do that. That's awesome. To, to be honest, though, like, neither Rob or I want to get on board with it. Not because it's like a Canadian thing or anything, but this, the season itself is kind of, really, I don't know. It's, it's not looking it's, good so it's, far. It's interesting to see how COVID affects the see all of these you know professional sports seasons but i don't really i don't really want to attach to anything that's like covid tarnished like i, yeah, I don't really want to talk about covid like covid's like non-existent to me personally yeah like and we've been able to scale our business during a pandemic so it, you, you know what i mean our business we were actually remotely like we learned a lot of just working remote because of being forced to we learned so much like we were yeah. forced to look ourselves in the mirror and like it really, I think, brought all four of our like minds because it's like primarily we've we've always had like kind of in and out, and we're gonna have an intern again like yeah. this this semester. But like the main four, like you know, head head coach, quarterback, kind of like wide receiver, running back. It's like we we basically roll on like strategy. Like I'm kind of like pulling the, pulling the punches and like moving things around. And then I work with the design team to basically put together that perfect ad. And like, that's become an art form and it's changed since I started doing it. Like we started doing a lot of static and I use a lot of audience targeting. So like, that's something I'd like to talk to you about. Like, I definitely feel like I could help you when you, when it comes down to it, whenever the time comes, but like, some of the things you can do with targeting people is, is sick. Like, yeah, I've done a few like targeted ads. Um, I've, I've, pl- I've dabbled in, in Facebook the, and Instagram ads. I mean, they're kind of hit or miss it. Again, it's all for me. It's just building towards yeah, like growing the following and the brand, even if it's just like a subliminal thing. Oh yeah. So that's why I cross my ad and they don't do anything. Like they don't even swipe or buy or anything. You don't pay. I don't, I don't give a fuck. That's see, that's see, my philosophy, bro. Logo. I learned that so in now, college. Now, especially if they're local, it's in their brain, bro. That. That's yeah. that's that's some things that I can't get. So you can't put a value on that. You can't put a value on a lot of a lot of the stuff. To be honest with you, I'm a big believer in the subliminal. Like if they see it, 
it's in the it's in their matrix yeah, like sure. and then it's going to come back around and i think i think you're doing an awesome job dude yeah. and like props to you i think you're doing an awesome job for the city because you're you're yeah. representing the city like you're representing them in a way that's it's it's blue collar you're you're a transplant to the city but you still are this city oh, like yeah. I've like been in buffalo more than half my life now like, right like, yeah but i think like that authenticity and then i mean that transparency with with admitting and, and being truthful to your partner, your team. And then that carries weight. Like that authenticity, who knows where that you not doing those jumping jacks that night is going to get you. Cause if you did those jumping jacks, who knows what, what fucking matrix that would have taken you down, but you didn't fucking do it. Cause you ain't no fucking bitch. <laughs> And that's why you get the Seneca one job. That's why Stevie Johnson and you are guarding each other, sweating in Orchard Park. Because you're just a fucking fearless Irish motherfucker, dude. I guess, bro. <laughs> we connected big time on the St. Paddy's Day on Allen, I remember. That was a good day. Oh, yeah. That was a great day. Big bottle of Tullamore, dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Real big bottle. Oh, man. I used to fucking sip that shit. I... I don't miss it, but like I don't have any regrets. Should miss it. Yeah, that, that's all part of the experience, yeah. in my opinion. No, 100. Yeah. I don't know. What do you yeah. think, man? We good? That was a good one. I'm fucking excited. That was our excited. longest one yet, too. I'm excited, dude. This was our first interview, so. Um, yeah, I feel like you guys didn't get to any of the stuff that you wanted to cover, though. Yeah. No, this was more about you. We wanted to brand your stuff. We here. we're gonna be doing shit on and on and on. Like really? we want to keep this going, and the more we can do, like people are gonna get fucking sick of just hearing us talk about shit. So yeah. like that's why we good we have, it was once again we somebody else on to do all the talking for sure. Exactly. Like we know people aren't gonna listen to just us because we're. I mean, we're pretty fucking good. We're we're getting better, and we're we're gonna keep getting better. And I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm kind of studying. Because ideally, I mean, if it means fucking Ryan Rossillo sees that I made a call before Bill Simmons and Ryan Rossillo do on their pod and they see that, I got a job for the ringer or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> I don't a give a fuck. Like, that's kind of the same thing. If you build it, they yeah, will come. Just doing. Just the doing. Yeah. That's, all, that's like, that's all that matters. Living. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just fucking doing this right now. You have no idea what could come from this. Exactly, dude. Yeah. That's like that's the beauty of it. Doing, just gotta keep doing it. Doing creating. Get as much out. Stay there creating. So can. I'm gonna put a wrap on this. It was an awesome episode with Eric Westfield from Buffalo. Go. We'll see you around. <laughs> Take care. <laughs>